Welcome to November, Small Consolation fans. We we've we've made it. We only have what a month and a half left of 2020. Woo! <laughs> Can't come um, soon enough. Is that to be celebrated at this point, or are we just gritting our teeth? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But no. Um, today, on this exact day that we're recording, is the day. For the next gen console release. So what are we doing instead of playing PlayStation 5 because we couldn't fucking get any of them? <laughs> <laughs> We're recording a mediocre podcast for your entertainment. Yeah. Because you also probably won't be playing a PS5 yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, on today's docket, we're going to revisit the um, the time where Brandon learned how to blow his nose. That's, that's, that's what's, what we're doing today. Riveting. A, uh, a, what? <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> it, was a, it, it was a lovely story that... Well, anyways, I digress. We're not actually talking about that. <laughs> We are going to get flagged. <laughs> we thought that a since we couldn't play any of the PlayStation 5 games and we can't talk about, you know, unboxing or or day one, you know, or or any of that stuff that we might have a uh, well funeral for the PlayStation 4. It's a celebration <laughs> of life. Yeah, it's a celebration of life. I mean, mine is well, trying to for a cremation. <laughs> I was going to do a Viking funeral for mine. <laughs> what, just to push the boat and into the water and fire a flaming arrow at it? Yep. Oh, man. Well, anyways, yeah, so we're going to do... Well, we can't call it... We can't call it what we were going to call it, because that would be, you know, like a copyright, right? So we have to come up with some other name. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, just, oh, just like the Oscars are going to happen this year. I think and the best <laughs> we, we, movie we of come the up year with some other... goes to a game. <laughs> <laughs> we have to come up with some other mediocre man's name. I guess it doesn't have to be a man because there's like the Emmys and that, that's a woman's name. So <laughs> come up with some mediocre name that's perfect for this. The Peaches. I mean, I was going to say. How about the... Right, we're going to give out Peaches Awards. How about Peaches? Peach, oh, the Peaches. There we go. The Peaches Awards. So, 2020 Peaches. We're doing it live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, we'll do the Peaches. Um, okay, now it just sounds like P and then cheese. Anyways... <laughs> So, oh, now I'm thinking of that. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> These aren't supposed to be the best games, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, compl- a, this will be a completely unbiased, just totally like, you know, we did all of our research, you know, and we, we researched over 3,000 games to come up with this list. Um, and it just so happens that the only ones that made the list are the ones we played. So it's don't, you know, don't flag us. I mean, to be honest, Nick has probably played all 3000 PS4 games. Yeah. He, no, he's probably played some that 
only got released in like one country for like five hours. I got to <laughs> tell you about my favorite Cambodian game, but <laughs> well, so there is something to say about that because literally, I've been. I was home. I got home about two thirty today from work, and I got on PlayStation, and I saw that Nick was playing. I don't remember what game it was at this point. Uh, oh, he was playing. Well, I, I saw him play three different games today. <laughs> and then he posts a picture of, um, or, you know, on our group chat of him playing Destiny, which would be the fourth game. And then he got on the voice chat with me about 430. So <laughs> in the in the matter of like two hours, he jumped from three different games. So I, it wouldn't surprise me that he's played like the the story or you know the the the, the opening tutorial of every game <laughs> <laughs> so nick best tutorial <laughs> uh who's getting the peaches that should have been one of them i know right just that would be an interesting all right so we're gonna take five and then come up come back <laughs> and just five minutes of silence for our audience no um so we'll get right into it we're gonna start from the very beginning um and we're going to start out with launch titles. Then we're going to talk about the... We're going to break it down into the best game each year. And based on each of those best games of the year, those are going to be... The winners of those are going to go on to our final round. And we're going to pick best game of all time of all 3,000 games as of apparently today. <laughs> um, because none of the other games that... that that come out or that have come out today with the PS5 launch matter because um, they're PS5 games at this point. Um, we've got a couple of other um, categories such as best remake, sequel entry, best series, uh, indie, biggest flop, stuff like that. We'll get into that in a minute. All right. Uh, Evan, you want to hit us with our first category? Sure. Let me... Where's that? There's that pesky word, Doc. Our first category is going to be launch titles, so games that were available when the PS4 came out. Um, our nominees are uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, uh, Wolfenstein The New World Order, Infamous Second Son, um, Injustice, I believe this is the first one, and then a game called Knack, which I've never heard of before. <laughs> that was the big one that they were like hey look at all the cool things the ps4 can do here's this game where you play this adorable monster <laughs> i know is, i've said it before is, but... is, is neck like neck and dexter <laughs> is there a game that's like that or am i thinking of something else you think of uh, jack and dexter <laughs> is it Jack and Daxter? Yes. Yes. Jack and Daxter, the the I, ambitious crossover of that sequel. As we've said, we did our research. We did. We did all of it. No, it was well, like a. Uh, it's almost like their attempt to add like another mascot to PlayStation. Like they really kind of included him with like everything, but it was fun. I mean, I think. It was added as a nominee out of just like kind of an honorable mention nominee. So I don't think it's going to win anything, but. Um, so, you know, I really think that Infamous should win this one. Um, you know, I mean, looking at the list, 
it's you know i mean you could say maybe black flag like i could see that coming in second uh, or or you know we could debate that with black flag but like infamous to me was just so different from the other like it was in the same universe and it had the same kind of mechanics and such but it just the story was just so different from the first two games that it was just i thought it was a really really nice way of you know moving the story along that i mean black flag to me at this point the assassin's creed games are just another assassin's creed game um i feel like a lot of it is just kind of you know not necessarily cookie cutter but the the skeleton is there and they just add flavor text yeah okay so i feel like i have to defend assassin's creed but (laughs) before i do that like i will agree with you on infamous second son um i think it was like we had infamous one and two and i think it was kind of like the introduction of like what the ps4 could do like storytelling wise and graphics wise it was like kind of bringing something old and familiar into like this new generation of gaming. So it was kind of just representation of like the system as a whole over its life cycle. Yeah, I I completely agree with you, Jared. That was actually the point I was going to make is that for me, like when I think of the PS4 launch, like that's almost synonymous in my mind with Infamous for some reason. Like, I don't know if it was just because they were marketing it so heavily at the time, but like that just stands out really strongly in my memory. Like I remember seeing the commercials and just being blown away. Like, like, and I never even really, I never played through the first Infamous. I remember when we were roommates, I did watch you play most of Infamous 1. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought of it pretty fondly, like I remembered it. And then Infamous 2 was coming out and I was just like, wow, holy crap. Like the graphics on the PS4, incredible. (laughs) Like it was, it was kind of like what we're just starting to see now with some of the launch titles on the new consoles where it's like, wow, that's a big step up. And yeah, it's just kind of synonymous with the start of the PS4. Um, but I also want to defend black flag so we can either do that now <laughs> or we can do it later but i'm gonna make an argument for well, black maybe, flag maybe we should talk about the other nominees first <laughs> true the runners up <laughs> <laughs> well i've never played uh injustice or knack at all i well, like I-, I said i will just throw my knack out there just saying that it was kind of like infamous where it was kind of like hey, look at what we can do at the PS4. And I just thought it deserved a little bit of a shout out. It wasn't amazing, but it was fun. Is it it kind of like uh, the PS5's uh, The the Playroom? No, it was an actual game and they came out with a sequel. Um, Think of it more like... Is it an actual game? Is it more of like a sandbox? Well, I mean, it's... I thought it was actually just like a party game. Yeah, it's a little more of like a launch more. Yeah, like tech demo. So I kind of see what you mean, Jared. Like it's it like Knack was definitely a true full launch title platformer as opposed to kind of being like, you know, like a bundle game or kind of like a a, I mean, I think that's what you're trying to to get at essentially. Yeah, I would equate it to like where like Crash Bandicoot was kind of like a like console 
franchise that launched with i don't know if it launched with it but like Mm. it was kind of like the name for that console i think that's what they tried to make knack um it was fun but like it didn't really catch on like they had hoped (laughs) video game donkey would vote for knack (laughs) channel (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well with at least with regards to injustice that I mean, on the surface, it's kind of like, yeah, it's Mortal Kombat, but with DC characters. Um, I don't remember a whole lot about the story. Um, Yeah. Joker kills Lois Lane and Superman gets really mad about it. Yes, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say, like, yeah, like, isn't it? It it either spawned or was I think it I think it spawned a whole series of comics that was related to I mean it's kind of an age old concept with Superman but the idea of like what if Superman but bad and that's basically the game in a nutshell yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> um, I think it it did because I remember um, someone posting on like Twitter or Tumblr or something, the picture of Superman with his fist through Joker's chest. And it's like, yeah. look what Superman did in one issue, what Batman's failed to do in 50, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 50 years. Rather, 50 years. Yeah. Um, which that's a whole nother topic about how Batman is an ineffective hero, but that's for another day. But you know what he wasn't ineffective in? Injustice gods among us, man. He was top tier in that fighting <laughs> game. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I thought you were going to say being in order. <laughs> well, you know, we're not handing out a peachy for that, but he would get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, Injustice was was great. I that's another one. Like uh, this is one that you know I I fought for it being a nominee just because I like the Nether Realm games. The Mortal Kombat series has always been great, but for me, never, I never really got into their games until injustice really like i enjoyed mortal kombat 9 which came out i believe before injustice i might have that wrong but uh injustice was like the point where i was like holy crap i really love the mechanics of these most recent the realm studios games and that was the first fighting game that i actually got good at like i remember uh james and i used to like sit in the dorm in the apartment just like play injustice for hours and we got to the point where we could win pretty reliably online and it was just i mean it was a blast like really got sucked into it so definitely a contender for one of my (laughs) favorite fighting games of all time I, i i will say that the only thing that i would agree with you about injustice is that there's lots of memories because out of all five of these games i think Watching James lose to Wasted Ryan, <laughs> who was practicing. Like, they were both drunk, and Ryan was just taking turns. Uh, or would just he, he would play on his forehead. He'd play behind his back. He'd play with his butt. He'd play with his feet. And he was still, like, doing well. <laughs> and because James was also intoxicated... He couldn't figure out that it was actually you, Tyler, that was yeah. playing against James and not <laughs> Ryan, who had a disconnected <laughs> PS3 controller. 
that is i forgot yep. about that that's also one of my favorite fighting game memories so yeah that that's oh man i yeah i remember that too it's like he was just he was getting so mad because like i said james got really good at this too so it's like the two of us would would play against each other all the time so i could you know i could play pretty well against james specifically and when you're drunk and you're good at a fighting game oh man it makes you so much worse like you're so bad like because you do need you need those reaction times and that coordination so it was like i was used to playing him against him at his best and then to see him just like over there like getting angry and angrier by the second because he thought ryan was beating him even when he was drunk oh that just encapsulates the whole fighting game experience basically so man i'm like talking myself into wanting this game to win now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so okay. before um we get into the black flag debate any have anyone have comments on wolfenstein it's fun it's <laughs> always fun to shoot nazis yeah the thing about wolfenstein for me is that it seemed more like a call of duty knockoff than a wolfenstein remake or you know continuation to me um uh, i'm definitely not it doesn't feel that way. It's really. It feels a lot more like Doom than it ever would like Call of Duty. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was, like I, I said, I, I mean, I've yeah. I've not played it. I just saw some gameplay, and I guess I didn't see very much of it. I was actually gonna say, or the right gameplay, like it. I, I would say almost the exact opposite. Like that's kind of what I expected going into it, honestly, because like you were saying, I think based on, you know, maybe just the marketing that you saw, the other games that were coming out at the time, like I know when it launched, I totally wrote it off. And then I went back and I played it probably years later. And I was actually really impressed. Like it had been maybe part of it was it had been a while since I played a first person shooter, but I was kind of like it kind of reinvigorated first person shooters for me, honestly, like I was just at, like the reason I hadn't played them is because I had kind of gotten burned out on them all being all kind of samey and I felt like overly serious. And then here's Wolfenstein where it's like, yeah, go in and dual wield like giant machine guns and mow down nazis and i was like okay i'm on board with this and the more i played it the more just like over the top it got and uh honestly it just like the it's just so fluid and controls so well but yeah i ended up really enjoying it better stealth than i was expecting in a first person shooter too which kind of helped differentiate it from the competition all right say a quick one one uh sentence seven word sentence about black flag <laughs> Before we pick Infamous, uh, best uh, Assassin's <laughs> Creed game, <laughs> possibly. Although, man, Valhalla, hmm, we'll see. That's five words. <laughs> oh, there we go. Best Assassin's Creed game, possibly, except Valhalla. There we go. Seven, <laughs> seven words. So I will say, you know, I think you know because okay thoughts words because you said you said that you know the assassin's creed games feel kind of cookie cutter at this point i feel like black flag is the one that breaks the mold agreed anything i think black flag is the one that sets us up for where we are now with origins and odyssey and valhalla exactly Um, so i i i personally think it was a revolutionary revolutionizing game for that series um of course, they couldn't capitalize on it because Ubisoft starts development three years out, so they had to get 
all the other things they had on their slate done. They had to get the unity and syndicate out of their system. <laughs> syndicate was good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I enjoy syndicate. I like syndicate. I've never played it. I just like trash on it. <laughs> I see. I, I played I, I played Syndicate after I played Black Flag, and I enjoyed Black <laughs> Flag so much more that it was hard. It was it was hard for me to go back. Like I just I just I liked Black Flag so much more than Syndicate. It was kind of ruined oh, for me. I, I think they so, were, I think they were afraid that Black Flag would tank, so that's why they only did it with that one game, and then kind of with uh, Rogue, and then once it didn't tank, they're like, oh, we should have we should have <laughs> done more of that. Yeah, more sea shanties. <laughs> So, Evan, um, tell the people the winner. All right. Uh, by three votes, the winner is Infamous Second Son for the best launch title for the for the, the peachy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. That might have been a mail-in ballot. We need a recount. <laughs> Too, Too soon. soon. All of our ballots, <laughs> but we need to take four days to do it. The not category is 2014 games, which does include launch titles. I do believe, correct? Uh, yes, because Second Son isn't here. Yeah. So the nominees are Destiny, Shadow of Mordor. The Evil Within, Infamous Second Son, and Telltale's Walking Dead Season 1. Fight! (laughs) Ready? Well, I mean, for Destiny, that's the game that brought all of us together, so that's why it should win. (laughs) That's when you all go aw. I mean, in terms of, you know, lasting impact and, like, creating, like, launching a whole franchise, and I would even argue, like, kind of a style of game, I mean, maybe not the first, like, it it may not have been the first looter shooter, but it was kind of the first looter shooter MMO, so at least that I'm aware of. And a lot of games have tried to replicate it, but haven't been very successful. So I I think you can make a solid argument for Destiny. Yeah, um, and we've already talked about Second Son, so we don't really need to talk about it much. Um, I will put it put out there for Shadow of Mordor that simplistic as it may be, and you know, um, you know, if you really want to get into it, the so uh, for any of you guys that haven't played it or any of our audience that hasn't played it, Shadow of Mordor is sort of, I mean, it's it takes place in sort of like the Lord of the Rings like um, universe where there's orcs and these kinds of things. Um, and it really feels like you're playing a Lord of the Rings game. Um, there are no Lord of the Rings characters or anything, but um, basically what you do yes, is... What? Yes, there is. Really? Sauron. Yeah, oh. I mean, at least, yeah, mentioned. And, I mean, you, <laughs> okay. you see some tidbits of characters that and, are mentioned uh, from the books. You don't books. take the hobbits to Isengard. I mean, True. you know... It's, it's a new Anyways. story. It's a new, its so, own, can't like, unique yeah. story set in the... right so but what this game is is cool about is everything you do has a reaction um if you and and, you know if you go into a camp and a you know sort of a orc tribe 
um, chieftain uh, challenges you to a battle and you lose, you die. Um, during the respawn sequence, it'll go through and, um, you know, he'll laugh at you and say mean things. And then like the next time you see him, he's stronger, uh, maybe has a bigger army and got a promotion. Um, you know, and so it actually takes into account how well you play or how, you know, if maybe if he was like a high level and, you know, higher level than you and you're in the wrong area and he just, you know, kills you real easily, you know, it'll show the game will change. And so, but then if you, if you killed him, then somebody else will take his place next time later on in the story. Or he'll Um, come back. Well, well, true, but um, it, it was one of the, as far as I'm, concerned it's one of the first games that have ever really done that kind of thing that i've ever played at least um and i feel like it did well you know because you really feel like it's not just like oh i died my ghost will respawn me or i'll get back to my next you know my last checkpoint or you know i'll you know replay this level it was really you died you respawned something dynamic happens in the game um and I, th- I, th- I thought it was really cool, really well done, actually. Yeah, it was a really creative way of dealing with the age-old problem of constant player deaths and respawning. Like, and and they incorporated it into the game as a mechanic, where it's like, well, yeah, he, your main, your player battalion, the ranger, dies, but he's also immortal because he's bonded to. Yeah, like an immortal elf ghost, basically. He has ghost powers. Uh, and he, like, that's his whole thing, is he comes back from death. But the world, like you said, the world reacts and changes around you based on those deaths and based on, like you said, the orcs that you kill. Like, and it creates rivalries in a way that, honestly, no other game series that I've really played has. Like, I kind of grew fond of some of the orcs like they had their own it's basically a story generator for orcs in the lord of the rings and i i love that it's like oh i've got this this guy that i you know if i poisoned him or whatever it looks like or like even sometimes they came back if you lopped their heads off and i think that was kind of a bug but it was hilarious because sometimes they'd come back wearing a sack over their head and that was incredible <laughs> no, it wasn't a bug because uh they were they were brought back and they would have okay. like metal stitching their head back on right or yeah, something I, else to that effect yeah but so yeah the nemesis system is what they called that and yeah it's honestly i'd be happy to see more games kind of ape that particular mechanic um so that was a big selling point mm-hmm. for shadow mortar yeah well speaking of other games that have consequences um my nominee was telltale's walking dead season one um i yeah it they had done a little bit in this kind of genre with like Jurassic Park and Back to the Future, but I feel like, at least for me, this was kind of the one that really kind of made the company real big. Um, I think it was around the time when the TV show was going out, and so there's a lot of interest in that, you know, world. 
and I just it was kind of the first one I had played and it was really just interesting like there wasn't a lot of action you just had a lot of um decisions to make whether that's in conversation or big choices and I like the idea of you could see how like everyone else who had played the game had made those choices but what I kept coming back to me is why I kept enjoying the series was the characters were just so um involved and just like compelling and some of the choices like you I fully admit I would pause the game and like pace back and forth while I was playing I was like I don't know what to do like on this hand I could do this on this hand and that um so it was really yeah it really was good storytelling and got you really like into the series and this is before they diluted their themselves with so many different IPs that it just like it kind of lost lost their luster but this first season was real good yeah so what you're saying is the walking dead season one uh brought out your inner cheaty <laughs> yeah i was before i even knew who that was <laughs> <laughs> and for those wondering uh you should definitely go um, watch the good place good tv show <laughs> then you'll know who cheaty absolutely. is but uh, but yeah, it uh, definitely did that uh, for me as well. Because yeah, Walking Dead season one was. What about the Evil Within? Anybody want to say something real quick? Sure, I would talk about that one a little bit. I think I I, I wanted this one included as a nominee just Fantastic. because. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's basically if you if you go back and look at horror games like Resident Evil 4 I believe is still the highest rated horror game of all time probably with the, the asterisk but I'm I'm guessing that it still is and it's definitely one of my personal faves and this was basically uh the same I believe like director uh the same creator for the res- for basically Resi 4 and it's kind of, you know, going back to formula and basically it was one of the best Resident Evil games that wasn't actually called a Resident Evil game. Like it was very similar to the best parts of Resident <laughs> Evil 4, um, but updated uh, and just a classic horror game, in my opinion. So really stood out that year. All right. So the... Peachy for the best 2014 game goes to Destiny. <laughs> ah. And so does all of our money because Beyond Light just came out this week. <laughs> yeah, buddy. We'll talk about that later. Yes. All right. We ready to move on to 2015? Do it. Of course you're going to host this one. Yep. <laughs> and everyone will know why soon enough. 2015. All big, right. The big winner. year for games. Big the year for games. Journey. Moving on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for 2015, the nominees were Bloodborne, Witcher 3, Metal Gear Solid 5, Drink. Journey, and Batman Arkham Knight. So... If you yeah. want to hear Tyler's thoughts about Witcher 3, please go to Tyler's <laughs> Top 10 episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just going to get this out of the way and say... <laughs> the previous episodes. <laughs> I just say, 
out of all the games on this list, I double checked, and Witcher Three does have the highest aggregate Metacritic score between critic reviews and user reviews out of all of these games. Okay, and also okay. it's my favorite okay. game of all time. So okay, <laughs> okay, okay. So we said that we were completely unbiased, not not actually looking up. You know. <laughs> We're not supposed to actually look anything up. <laughs> I just knew you guys would fight me on this, so I had to, you know, come armed. <laughs> okay. So, so, um, you know, I watched the Batman movies played. You know, uh, Evans and my roommate in college played it a lot. Um, and we actually watched him uh, platinum. Um, and I think you played it at that point, too, t- didn't you? Didn't you play some of that then? Um, well, I had Arkham Asylum, the first one, but then I think John had Arkham City. Okay. But I thought it was really cool. A really cool, um, mechanic. I never actually played it myself, so I didn't really ever, um, get the feel for the, like the, the mechanics and stuff, but, um, I thought it was fine. Um, you know, you got to be Batman, obviously, and that's kind of cool the way that, you know, you have a video game about batman but the game that really sticks yeah, out to it me, was the if somebody, um, if somebody played it they can do it justice better than i did but it was what the fourth one in the series um and it's it kind of just Stop. built on it built on all the other ones where you had this open world um you had this kind of main storyline but then you had all these other side plots dealing with other villains and batman's lore um, this one, I think, introduced the uh, Batmobile you got to drive around. Um, I mean, the combat's fun. It's You can just fly around the city as Batman. And there's so many collectibles and things to do. It's just, I guess the one downside you could say is it it's kind of pretty similar. If you've played, you know, some of the open world ones in the series, you've kind of, they're all pretty much the same um, with some tweaks here and there. But it's a fun game, so I don't mind playing it again with new stories. So that would be my only downside to it. Yeah, the thing that I want to push for here is Journey. And I think Evan probably will too. Yep. But there is no dialogue throughout the entire game. And so the story has to be told in visuals and sounds and you have to get really, you know, like like music and 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 sound effects as opposed to dialogue, um, and you know, just the create creativity of even just the haptic feed. Well, I mean, not haptic feedback, but the vibration of your controller, and you know, uh, those sorts of things. Um, it's just a really, really, really good story. You know, they they, they were able to do it you know, that you actually want to play this and there's actually replayability to the game. Um, You know, there's collectibles and there's, you know, you can see other people playing the game as well and you can move, you know, go along with them for a little while. Mm -hmm. Um, Evan, what do you have to add? Uh, Well, we, uh, 
we uh, talked, or I talked a lot, a little bit about Journey in our Relaxing Games episode, which has not come out yet at this point. <laughs> no, not yet. Um, Stay yeah, tuned. <laughs> yeah, right. It's 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 just a very beautiful game. Um, and I accidentally, uh, I stumbled, or I not stumbled on it, but I played it one night, like after a close relative had died, and that it, it's really cathartic to play through that game in that mindset because you kind of it leaves you feeling better than how you go into the game. Um, so just that it that it hits on such like a deeper level, um, and I think Journey for me is the only game that I can say that um, I've at the end of playing it, I get a message from someone I played with. And instead of saying, Oh, you suck. Learn how to play the game. Go screw your mom. The person sends me a nice message saying, Oh, thanks for playing with me. It was great. Thanks for showing me all these secrets. Have a good night or whatever. So only game I've ever gotten nice messages is Journey. <laughs> that it, it, it holds a special place in my heart for many reasons. It's, it's one of those games that while I can't, you know, personally attest to have having had a real strong, like emotional connection to that particular game, I can definitely understand why somebody like might playing through that game. Like it's one of those games that it just may resonate with you for really strongly just because it's, it is so artistic and there is such a kind of like singular and specific vision behind it. Um, and it does have really unique, you know, multiplayer mechanics and, it's so yeah basically everything you said i i definitely see why that one stands out it's a gem okay so uh bloodborne metal gear solid 5 uh anybody have anything to say about those real quick uh i mean the only only (laughs) thing that i like is uh, that i think is worth mentioning is that i bought a ps4 specifically for bloodborne uh was a diehard pc player so was immediately kind of turned off by the lackluster performance and crazy load times coming from what i was used to in the soulsborne series of games uh and then big thanks to nick for being like dude you should totally stick with bloodborne give it another shot you'll love it i did and he was right. I did love it. So, good game. And like I said, bought a PS4 for that game. <laughs> uh, Metal Gear Solid Five is a great two-thirds of a video game. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have put it better. We'll, we'll give it two-thirds of a peachy, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler, tell us who the winner is. All right, and I've got the envelope here, and the winner is The Witcher 3. <laughs> Big shout out to Jim. Appreciate it. (laughs) Accepting on behalf of Geralt is our good friend of the pod. uh, What's his name? Henry Cavill. (laughs) Oh my God, he's here right now! Wow! (laughs) He's he's building a PC to play The Witcher 3 right now! (laughs) (laughs) Nick, would you like to take 2016? Sure. Our nominees for 2016 are Uncharted 4, Dark Souls 3, Persona 5, Watch Dogs 2, and Doom. Hey, we get a countdown. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Totally planned that. (laughs) Well, uh, I'm going to go with Persona 5, um, having not played any of the other ones. Um, I've played, I mean, I've played Doom way back when it was, you know, Doom Zero. Um, and, 
you know, so that I mean, so that one's fine. But uh, Persona Five is I've, I've found really interesting. Um, uh, I've start, I've really enjoyed it. Um, it kind of reminds me of you know some of the Nintendo sixty four days and Paper Mario, um, but with a sort of an adult content. Um, I'm really liking it. Yeah. So for Uncharted Four is going to be my pick, and like I said with Infamous. Um, Uncharted 4 was the first in the series to be exclusively on the PS4. And you could tell with their um, extra capabilities, they just continued the great storytelling, action, adventure, um, and an all-new story that was just amazing to play. Hmm. Well, my my nominee was Watch Dogs 2, because I, I liked the first one, but it was kind of eh, partially because the protagonist guy is very flat and very like, you know, just, oh, I lost my family and now I hate the world and I'm going to kill the bad people. But for Watch Dogs 2, you have a much more like charismatic protagonist. Um, one of the rare, well, maybe not, maybe rare is not the right word to use, but one of the few examples in video games of a canonically black uh, protagonists because usually if if there is a black protagonist it's one of like a it's like a create your own character game like destiny um and it's you can tell like they took all of like the fun stuff from watchdogs too like all the mayhem you get to cause and then they amped it up for legion which i still haven't gotten to play yet but i might fix that tomorrow um but yeah it's just it's it's a lot of fun um i actually just in in downloading legion i saw that there was a dlc for watchdogs 2 um that i totally missed that i downloaded and probably will replay over the weekend just because i like the game that much nick tyler thoughts well uh yeah so i threw dark souls 3 uh into the running for this one just because uh prior to having gone all out on bloodborne uh after having played dark souls 3 it was my favorite souls game as evidenced in my top 10 list from a while ago um and it still i think is in terms of like an action rpg in a medieval setting i mean i just feel like it can can't hardly be beat it's just still such a fantastic like i and even compared to bloodborne i still think dark souls 3 is to date the pinnacle uh of the Soulsborne games just in terms of how tight the mechanics are um, just from a gameplay, like even level design, I would say is probably the best as well. Although atmosphere, I might give Bloodborne a slight edge, but that's kind of personal preference. But Dark Souls 3, man, it just doesn't hardly get better than that in terms of FromSoft games. So easy contender for 2016. I only have two words, rip and tear. <laughs> <laughs> what? That is the Doom mantra, and it's a good one. Okay, Nick. You're the tiebreaker, Nick. Wait, I voted. Can... Yeah, so did Tyler. But now there's a new tie. <laughs> Tyler can't vote twice. Tyler gets one. Nick, can you can you break the tie? I will uh, say... Those two, Persona 5. I was going to lean that way. Any, I haven't played Persona 5, but I could like see Persona 5 taking it because out of the Uncharted series, Uncharted 4 is not my favorite. So, um, for that reason alone, I could say, oh, yeah, it could be Persona 5. So, announce the winner. 
We did. We, the winner was Persona 5. Oh, that <laughs> <laughs> For those following, it was indeed Persona 5. I just imagine, like, at an actual award ceremony, someone just came out and was like, Persona 5 won, just, like, threw the mic <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> So the 2017 uh, Game of the Year nominees are Horizon Zero Dawn, Destiny Dose, Assassin's Creed Origins, Near Automata, Automata, uh, and Divinity Original Sin 2. Horizon is so good. <laughs> well, if if so, if we talk, if we talk original. You know, not necessarily talking DLC, and we just talk about the base Destiny Two game. I mean, that was that was that was fun. You know, we um, the the story made sense. You know what they what they did to the story to get us into a new game. Um, you know, the storytelling was still really good. I think uh, that, and then even the first couple of years into Destiny Two, I think were really still really good story wise. Um, it was a continuation of Destiny 1, but they were able to use the, you know, really use the PS4, you know, they knew what they wanted, they knew what they were doing, and just continue with the success they had. Um, and admittedly, that first year is kind of nostalgic, because we raided so much, like, as a six-player mm-hmm. group. Yeah, we beat Kallus all the time and um, did Argos quite a bit. Yeah, we prestiged Kallus. I was going to say, I that's... We, uh, I think we, we did that on our first try, too, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of memories in Destiny 2. And like earlier when you said, you know, Destiny was the game that brought us all together. I mean, honestly, I hadn't played Destiny until oh, Destiny 2. So it kind of like I have a lot of fond memories and associations with that game kind of having been brought on. And, and you know, just a really yeah. good, good game with friends. So definitely a classic. Um, that being said, there are a couple other games that, uh, I, I are real contenders for this year for me. Uh, I, I put forth Divinity Original Sin 2 just because, uh, you know, if I had to pick, if I'm on a desert island and I have to play one kind of classic top-down isometric RPG, old school party based RPG, (laughs) I'm, I'm bringing Divinity Original Sin 2. You on... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, one with electricity, so at least. <laughs> I think that Divinity Original Sin 2 is probably the only top-down isometric uh, vegan whatever else you said game. <laughs> I, I mean, just old school, as opposed That's to, so you know, like an action old, RPG. Old like, just like an old school, like, computer RPG. Like, it's, you know, it's it's one of my favorite rpgs um and they do such a good job of kind of simulating the wacky um kind of interactions between objects and elements that you might find in actual tabletop DD. so uh again classic and then near automata i'm just gonna say real briefly i i don't think it'll win this and i don't even think it should win this but man, that game is special in so many ways. Like, just I'm really glad that, that I think it was Nick was in agreement with me to get this thrown on as a nominee because oh, the soundtrack is phenomenal, and it's a weird game, and it's not for everybody. 
I love it. I'm glad to see it here. Definitely a good overview of basic philosophy of from 1800s on. It's, uh, I mean, sure, and also throwing in anime tropes, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, you're kind of right. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm probably not intellectual enough to really philosophize on it on a deeper level, but yeah. <laughs> well, like, most of all the robots are named after a philosopher. I did notice some of that, yeah. Well, I think I put Origins on the list. Um, and so, like I, like I mentioned earlier with Black Flag, like this is the one where they got to capitalize on all the fun stuff out of Black Flag. Um, and it was a much needed, like, breath of life into the series. Um, so they talk it's, about revolutionizing the series. They kind of flip yeah. the whole series on its head. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It went from like kind of a linear story to a more open world, or an even broader open world. Like, there's the main story, but there's also like side stories that are not equally as immersive, but immersive enough that you enjoy doing them. It doesn't feel like you're running down errands or something. Um, and of course it continues ubisoft's mandate of we want to take you to new and unexplored or not heavily explored areas of history and as soon as they showed that shot of him just standing on top of the great pyramid i was like yep nope i want this game just because i I want that shot and it's 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 fun surfing down the side of the pyramid is great So I am going to throw my hat, ring in the hat for, or my hat in the ring, whatever, um, <laughs> for Horizon Zero Dawn, because it was just so, like, unexpected, um, so different from anything kind of out there. Um, the story was amazing. Um, it's just a beautiful game and just kind of, yeah, it's just so different. And, like, the reason I would put down Origins, I know I haven't played it, but the one thing I kind of enjoyed about Assassin's Creed was the somewhat historical accuracy that, you know, they kind of tried to follow. And then I feel like Origins, they just kind of gave that up with flaming horses and the like. <laughs> and while Destiny 2 is fun and I put many of hours into it, I just... I hate just, me. Just, Horizon <laughs> is just amazing. <laughs> the DLC is awesome. The fights were like so good. Enemies are so good. Yeah, as, as we come down to a final vote here, it's, you know, I'm really torn between okay. Destiny 2 and Horizon. But, you know. So the winner for the 2017 game is Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I need to finish that one of these days. Me too. I was I was very bad at, at you know, when the pandemic started, like, oh, I'm just going to knock out my backlog. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> so we're going to rush through 2018 because we're pretty much going to talk about two different games. Um, nominees for 2018. Spider-Man. God of War. Hitman 2. Red Dead Redemption 2 and uh detroit that 
you guys might remember we talked about for what four episodes three or four <laughs> three, yeah. Three, three. yeah three episodes three, yeah well I, you know i love spider-man it was great um i think i didn't do it justice by speed running it mm. and i think i think that's why i'm gonna choose detroit because I think I got, I don't know, Detroit just has such a good story. Yeah, I actually, the two I was between is Spider-Man and God of War. Um, as is the theme with a lot of PS4 games, um, PS4 added a new series into these games, and it kind of really made the series grow, and God of War is another example. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's so good, but I, nothing beats swinging through the city as spider-man um so that's that my vote spider-man yeah my <laughs> my vote also has to go to spider-man because like jared said there's you can't beat swinging through new york city um and this i feel like we haven't had a really good game like a good spider-man game nail the traversal mechanics since the spider-man 2 game um everything else has kind of come close or almost hit the mark, but this takes it to a whole new level. Um, Coupled with the fact that it came out the same year as into the spider verse. So you can swing around while playing that soundtrack. And it's a amazing experience. Okay. So winner is Spider-Man. Yeah. Honorable mention to God of War, because that's, probably the PlayStation's greatest original series. Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Kratos is such a good bad dad. (laughs) He really tries. He does. (laughs) Who wants to take 2019? I will. Do it. The nominees are the long-awaited Kingdom Hearts 3. (laughs) Um, Jedi Fallen Order For the King Outer Wilds and Borderlands 3 Is is Wilds supposed to have two L's? Weren't you the one that typed it? Nope. I (laughs) copied and pasted man. (laughs) No it's just one. Um, Well Kingdom Hearts 3 is on here because as an avid Kingdom Hearts fan, um, I owe it to myself. It has to be on the list. Um, Let's move on. (laughs) Speaking of Kingdom Hearts, I just got to uh, Maleficent's world, by the way. Hmm. Level up. Oh, yeah. She's not easy. Not easy. Oh, yeah. I watched a walkthrough on YouTube. Yeah, I'm dreading it. Um, so Jedi Fallen Order, um, not other, other than I, the only thing I don't like about the game is that it, 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 it throws question into the overall Star Wars canon since it's considered canon, but that's a meta problem that we don't need to worry about. As far as the game itself, it's incredible. The lightsaber combat is great. Um, I like the customization with the lightsaber. Like I will not disclose how many hours I've spent <laughs> my lightsaber. And yep. Though I, I will say, <laughs> I will say anytime I changed the blade color, I had to change everything else about the lightsaber. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it's 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 definitely like the Star Wars game I've been waiting on since um, what was it? Uh, Force Unleashed because those games were f- short. Story was eh, but they were fun because you just got to have crazy force powers and be a badass Jedi. Yeah, nothing for me has quite scratched yeah. the be a Jedi feeling like Fallen Order did since Knights of the Old Republic. Like, uh, it's just like you said, the custom level of customization and just you know the little touches that make you feel like a part of the Star Wars universe. Really nice now. I will let Tyler and Nick talk about their votes. Um, because I feel like I'm a wild card, and I don't feel like that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> you could um, have an opinion. Well, I mean, but for the king, we haven't talked about for the king yet. Yeah, I'll let you talk about that one. Okay, for the king, we actually haven't played it on the PS4. We've played it on the Switch, but I gather that it's going to be the same. Yeah. Um, fun. It's one of those games where you're le- legitimately supposed to fail several times. Uh, but every time you go through, you can unlock new powers and new abilities and new classes that are supposed to help you. Um, good for I a just, good time if you got friends. Yeah, I just kind of like the idea that it's like a visualized version of like a D and D style game. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, and as the only other game that I've played on this list, that's the one I voted for. So. <laughs> I have to mention. Outer Wilds, like just it, I know it's a bit of a wild card on this list, and honestly, I only played it very shortly before we compiled this list. But it is one of the most interesting games I've ever played. Like if you're a fan of the movie Groundhog Day, um, or um, let's see, what was the what was the movie that had? Uh, oh shit, you'll just have to cut this part out. Damn it. Um, Live, die, repeat. Um, Edge of Glory. No, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. There we go. Yeah, just got to the Edge of Tomorrow. But if you're a fan of Groundhog Day or Edge of Tomorrow, um, it's kind of that same story of like, what would you do if you only had, you know, one chance to avert total disaster, but you were caught in this time loop and you could kind of keep reliving life and learning, like gaining more knowledge. And there's, there's just no, no, experience that i've played in a game quite like it where the currency of progression is truly just knowledge it's what you absorb in this crazy little solar system and then how do you take what you've learned and then you know pursue the meaning of life basically (laughs) like you know you're like solving (laughs) riddles left behind by ancient alien races and trying to figure out how to stop a sun from going supernova. And there are people that have described this game far better than I ever will in more time than I've got to describe it. Um, but it was a crazy ride and I've really never played a game like it. So fantastic game. Okay, Nick, why should I vote for Borderlands three? Because you like destiny and Borderlands 3 did it first. (laughs) (laughs) But you're playing Fallen Order right now, and I know you like it. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, the only two I played are Fallen Order and For the King. (laughs) I wouldn't put my vote toward For the King, though, just because, like, it's fun, but I wouldn't call it, like, the best game of 2019. (laughs) Um, Like, Outer Wild sounds cool. Borderlands 3, 
I do like the looter shooters, but I don't. I've tried jumping into Avengers and like having multiple looter shooters is kind of a juggling act. And I don't really like the art style of Borderlands 3. Um, so I guess by default, I would lean toward Fallen Order. <laughs> and since I already threw my vote to Tyler toward Witcher 3, I'll probably go Fallen Order. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh, wait. Another. I was the one that announced that. So it's me. <laughs> so, the Peachy for 2019 goes to Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> da, 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 da. We will we will mail the award to Lucas Entertainment. And I'm sure they will put it right next to the others in the trash. <laughs> right. We are not mailing it to Disney. Well, a uh, quick update. Looks like I'm not getting a PS5 today. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you just try to <laughs> buy I'm another one? I'm not staying up till 11 tonight to try to get another one. Um, it's just 11. Just, I had it in my cart. It was in my cart saved. And at 8 o'clock, I hit continue. And it said, uh, you, it, you know, this isn't in stock. And then I'm like, okay, well, that's great. Just re- uh, Just refresh and it will be. And then it was uh, it refreshed, and then I tried it again, and it said this is out of stock, and then took it out of my cart. <laughs> what? This is why I have trust issues. <laughs> you, you put things in your cart, and they just jump out. <laughs> All right, uh, twenty twenty game. Um, somebody take get take it away. Take it away, Ernie. All right, so in 2020, our nominees were Ghost of Tsushima, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remake, Fall Guys, Doom Eternal, and The Last of Us Part 2. Ooh. Well, I mean, I'll probably, I guess I'll start off talking about my nominee for this year, which was Ghost of Tsushima, just because, my God, I have never played a game that is more visually impressive than Ghost of Tsushima, even though... I've played games that maybe have more photorealistic graphics, maybe have more detailed graphics, but from a design philosophy and standpoint, and then an ability to execute that in the final product, man, Ghost of Tsushima is basically just the prettiest game I've ever seen. So, yep, that gets my vote. Um, I'm voting for Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 because it is the only game on this list where I can actually customize my own Peaches Brittany to play (laughs) the game. And when I say customize, I mean my board has Peaches on it. Oh, God. (laughs) You can customize your Fall Guy gummy. Sort of. (laughs) I mean, you could just make it look like a peach. I guess that counts. (laughs) <laughs> yeah the only game i played is fall guys and i'm not voting for that um i bought last of us part two so that i could play it before we did this episode and i have not touched it yet um i did play the first one and i really liked it um but i was super hyped for ghost of Tsushima, and i will be super hyped to eventually play it so that's where i'm throwing my vote I've also not played much on this list um, other than Tony Hawk and Fall Guys and <laughs> playing playing Tony Hawk. It's it's 
it's I don't know. This is weird to say, but it's nice to to you know play a game that I've played before. But coming back to it now, I realize how different like my video game skill set has changed between then and now. So it's nice to come back and like revisit it and feel like it's a new experience rather than oh I'm just replaying Tony Hawk. It's going to be the exact same. Oh yep, button controls work the same. It's it's yeah. So that's my vote. But Fall Guys is fun when you're playing with friends and probably a little intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All good choices, but it looks like the winner for 2020 is Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of that category. But before we pick the overall best game of the PS4 era, we have a few side dishes to discuss <laughs> um so real quick uh best individual game best indie game we've got stardew valley journey child of light outer wilds stories path of destinies well we've already heard about journey we've already heard about outer wilds and we've already heard about stories from a previous game uh, play because nick played that one right Yes. Yeah. Um, Child of Light is very much like um, Paper Mario or Persona 5. Um, It kind of has a creepy feel to it. It's not really scary, but it's kind of a creepy feel to it. But it is kind of. It's much. It's PG. Um, Stardew Valley, of course, is the farming game. Yeah, since I uh, threw my vote toward Witcher 3 in the best overall, I would go back to Journey for this one. Yeah, yeah I'm and cool I, with Journey. And I would happily cast my ballot in for Journey as well. Um, I think it's a great indie game. I do want you guys all to play Outer Wilds, though. That's all I'll say, because you guys might vote for that. <laughs> so do it. <laughs> Nick, do we go with the clean sweep? It's a tough call for me because both Stardew Valley and Journey are really good. But... (laughs) Uh, I'm going to have to go with Stardew Valley. Just There's more more game to it than there is for Journey, even though as a story, I like Journey better. Fair point. Cool beans. Evan, take it away. All right, so this category is best remake. So, you know, a game that came out on the PS1, 2, or 3, and then got a new lease on life. So we have Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy X Part Two. Is that what that is? I don't know. Yeah, the remake came out. So that's two games, but the remake came out on one disc. Gotcha. So we've got Final Fantasy. We've got Last of Us Part One. Uh, we've got the Spiral Reignited trilogy. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, and Shadow of the Colossus. And just personally for me, with three games that hold special places in my heart, I have to give it to Crash Bandicoot because he's my day one. Um, 
you know, talking about best remake, you know, Final Fantasy X is one of my all-time favorite games. But being a remake in the remake category, the PS4 didn't really do anything special to make Final Fantasy better. Um, so I'm going to go with Tony Hawk Pro Skater. And I'm going to go with Tony Hawk Pro Skater as well, because, man, that game has been a blast. I've been loving it. <laughs> Remake in all the best ways. I think the only one I played is Last of Us, but I don't really know how it fared on the PS3. I don't know how much of a difference there was. Um, I would probably lean toward Crash, though, just because I haven't played it, but that was my that was my thing going, growing up. Nick? Uh, I go with Spyro because I have to go with Spyro. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Well, I could I could change my I, I could change my vote to Spyro, but that doesn't help. Well, we said these games aren't in contention for best overall, are they? True. So they both get the award. You can leave it as a tie. <laughs> and okay. it's a tie for best remake. <laughs> Yep, so for this category, we're going to end it on a tie between Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 and the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Both deserving games here. All right, the next. Oh, okay. For best sequels, our nominees are Destiny 2, Witcher 3, God of War, Uncharted 4, and Borderlands 3. Well, Ooh. Witcher 3 is already out because we voted for it already. <laughs> so, Destiny 2! No, I... The original Destiny 2, not like Destiny 2 year 2 or 3. <laughs> not Forsaken. <laughs> I, I'm i leaning toward Uncharted 4. It just put a nice bow on the Nathan Drake story. <laughs> I'm, I have to give my vote to my boy Kratos. That's yeah. Those two. That's where I was. That's what I was between. Yeah, and then I'm torn because obviously I want to vote for Witcher three. But if I had to pick to break a tie, <laughs> uh, well, shit. Now Nick, uh, Nick is voting for God of War, which is making things. Okay, well then, so, so actually, vote for nope, Witcher three. Nope. Nope. Yeah. nope. Uh, yeah. I. Yep. Witcher 3 for me. That's my vote. <laughs> there you go, Nick. So God of War. <laughs> yep, God of War is the winner for taking the game and completely rebuilding it from the ground up. <laughs> I'm okay with that answer. I And that's honestly, yeah, I'm totally on board with that because in terms of like advancing the series, taking it in a new direction, modernizing it... Uh, yeah, God of War definitely is one of the most redefining sequels of this generation. Alright, so the next category is the best series of games. We have the Uncharted series, the Assassin's Creed series, Far Cry, Destiny, and Mortal Kombat. Nathan Drake's my boy. Ooh, much as I love all of these... Yeah, it just you can't have PS4 without Uncharted. Um, it's just it's such a classic series. 
But you can't have video games without Mortal Kombat. <laughs> True. Uh, I would go. We haven't talked about Far Cry th- or Far Cry the series, and that is a great series. Um, I think I'm in the minority who liked Far Cry Primal, but nope, I loved it too. It's good. Okay, cool, <laughs> great. Vote yeah. with your heart, Evan. <laughs> I mean, if I'm voting with my heart and with my wallet, then I'm gonna go with the series that I have the most games on the shelf, and that's Assassin's Creed. <laughs> No, that makes a tie. Don't vote with your heart. I'll change my vote to Destiny. Um, just to, in, in effort of not of not having a tie. Um, I like Assassin's Creed, um, but I get overwhelmed and kind of bored with it uh, a lot. So, um, which makes like Destiny, I do with Destiny. I was so, going to say, which makes that an interesting pick for you to switch to. <laughs> I have I have more memories with Destiny, you know. Uh, so yeah. Ah, no, so I will no, say if I've Far Cry this. Three had been on. Stop it! If, if Stop Far it! Three had been the one. Stop on it! Before, what are you yeah. doing? Uncharted wins. Too late, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, call it. I yeah. Time I of had death. Eight seventeen. Mm-hmm. Had to change my vote, Nick. Nick was convincing was with his argument worst. that you can't have video games without Mortal Kombat. I had to vote with my heart. <laughs> Tyler's and the worst, ball. so Mortal Kombat begrudgingly wins. <laughs> <laughs> Our next category is the opposite. So we had best series. Now these are best standalone games that don't have series. Um, yet. Yet. <laughs> or were made without the announcement of a sequel. Correct. Um... So, Horizon, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man, Death Stranding, and Detroit. Um, I gotta go with Detroit still. Uh, I mean, that story, man. Horizon for me. Yeah, I believe Spider-Man already won a category, so I'm gonna go with Detroit. Because that game was fun. I want to go back and replay it and do some different things. Maybe be a little more homicidal. <laughs> Nick? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a little torn. <laughs> Going to create another another uh, tie here. I can feel it. If it's, a, if it's a tie, it's a tie. That's true. We need more voters. Yeah, I, I'll, have, <laughs> I'll have to go with Spider-Man on this one. All right. So that means Detroit wins. I'm okay with that. It deserves. That's a good category for it. And seeing that as how Horizon and Spider-Man are both getting sequels. (laughs) Yeah, true. But what if Detroit? What if Detroit is like a a secret precursor to Horizon? And in Horizon Two, you find out they're connected. I would hate that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then we have a fun category with biggest flop, or maybe it's not a fun category, I guess, uh, given the quality (laughs) of the games that you may find here. Um, But we have Anthem, Murdered, Soul Suspect, Assassin's Creed Unity, No Man's Sky, and Mass Effect Andromeda. (laughs) Now, this is No Man's Sky on launch, and not necessarily No Man's Sky right today. Um, flop as in how horribly it 
went over um, with not necessarily saying that it's not been made better now, uh, but none of us have played it except Tyler uh, in the state that it currently is. So No Man's Sky, OG. mm -hmm. And I like that clarification because I do like No Man's Sky now, and I did not at launch. Mm -hmm. So, Well, so the thing about this is Anthem broke the PS4. Um, (laughs) I thought it only broke Xboxes. Oh, did it break the Xboxes? I thought it broke PS4. I heard Xbox, but maybe Um, both. Whatever. Um, no Man's Sky. Um, so, I didn't play. I played Murdered, and I played uh, No Man. As my White Claw tries to come back up. Um, excuse me. <laughs> I, played, I played Murdered Soul Suspect, and I played No Man's Sky. I finished Murdered Soul Suspect. I did not finish No Man's Sky. So, for me, I have to pick No Man's Sky. Yeah, Murdered's the only one I've played, and I'm not going to vote for it because, well, I see why it's on here. It's not terrible to me. The one I've heard the most about being terrible is Anthem and, and No Man's Sky, and I'm probably going to throw my vote toward Anthem just because it was supposed to be this next Destiny killer, and it just <laughs> flopped hardcore. <laughs> Did, yeah, didn't they say they're like, ending support for it or something? I, I want to say it was in the news recently for something. Wouldn't surprise me. I have to throw my vote in for Mass Effect Andromeda just because how could it not be the biggest flop for me personally when you have what is probably my second favorite game of all time and this game almost kills my entire interest in this series. It hasn't. <laughs> but man, it was trying, so I've got to vote for it. They're coming out with a new one. <laughs> I hope it's I just better realized than a, a game that we we didn't have on here was Battleborn. Never played that one. It, it got immediately killed by Overwatch. <laughs> oh yeah, I do kind oh, of remember that's that. Why. Yeah. Uh, my vote is for Assassin's Creed Unity because. I to this I haven't played the game since I finished I finished the game I toughed it out through the patches and everything but even like just thinking about it I get violently angry and <laughs> when, <laughs> when when the one when that game is so bad it forces them to you know stop and rethink their entire model of how they make games yeah, you 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 kind of you have you have to hold that L. I'm I'm sorry, but you do. Um, also, they they made the second hidden blade a skill you had to acquire rather than something you came in the game with. And what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Unity soundtrack's good, but Unity can go die in a hole. Okay, uh, that's right. I did this one. Um, so that means that our uh, biggest flop was Anthem. <laughs> uh, Evan, I think you're next. Cool. So this category is best story. So for this, we've got Final Fantasy X, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, the Freedom Cry DLC, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, wonder who put that there. <laughs> Witcher 3, wonder who put that there. Spider-Man <laughs> and Detroit. Um... Horizon! <laughs> so, so I will seed 
the point. I I'll I'll change my vote to to end a tiebreaker. Um, Final Fantasy X, um, I think has the best story of of these. Um, now I've not played Horizon Zero Dawn to the end yet, so I can't really say anything about that or Black Flag. Um, but in terms of Spider Man Detroit, and well specifically in terms of Detroit or Final Fantasy X, um, Detroit while very meaningful is very um linear i think you know it kind of the tension is there the tension is always there you pretty much know understand the whole story what's happening it's just you know you don't necessarily understand the choices you're making you know how they're going to impact things but final fantasy 10 has a twist at the end that i don't it's such a good twist, even the, as the old as the game is. If you don't know what the story is like for Final Fantasy X, I don't want to tell you for possible spoilers because I just want you to f- experience it yourself. Like if you know, it's one of those things where if you don't experience it yourself and you hear about it, that it's just going to ruin the moment for you. Um, so, and Final Fantasy X has a great soundtrack to go with it. So. Uh, my nominee was the Black Flag Freedom Cry DLC because we've already talked about Black Flag, but for those that don't know, the game takes place during the time of piracy and kind of playing through the game. I'm like in the back of my mind, I'm like, OK, so this time period, where's all the slavery? Because I know Ubisoft does their research, so we know what's going on in this time period. What's happening? And I'm actually really glad that they did not address it in the main game because that would have felt very white savory and that would have probably Ooh. turned me off to Black Flag. Yeah. Um, so Freedom Cry DLC, you get to play as Adewale, who is a character you meet in Black Flag. He's, a, he's an escaped slave and he kind of deals with like the Haitian Revolution and you know stopping slave ships and all these other things um, that weren't right for the main character of black flag to address and it's very fun and it, it feel it, it it feels like playing a different game it doesn't just feel like oh i'm just playing black flag 2.2 so that's my vote and since this this makes it nice since i can uh vote for the witcher 3 and not cause a tie <laughs> so that's what i'm gonna do and you know i'm gonna have to write my own book to explain why you guys should be voting for witcher 3 and then maybe you'll believe me that <laughs> should win but you got my vote once that's all you get. <laughs> uh, just, just do me a favor and don't put that book out during an election year because we already have problems getting people to vote for legitimate candidates and not celebrities. <laughs> you know? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, it, that's that's okay. <laughs> the, the All right. Uh, the next loosey goosey category that we've got is best multiplayer, best game that you can play on the PS4 with friends is on different couches <laughs> we've got um more than five um <laughs> uh, smite destiny 2 rocket league borderlands 3 titanfall 2 fall guys spell break um yeah tyler i agree with you i'm going with um smite i have the most fun with it um i stopped playing destiny 2 i think specifically because i was so frustrated with the multiplayer 
I think that's the real reason, like legitimately the biggest reason why I stopped liking it. Yeah. And, and see, I mean, my this... thought is with Destiny, you can like, there's so many different versions of multiplayer. You can play with yeah. friends doing Gambit. You can do strikes. You can do raids. Just stick around. And then you also have uh, like actual multiplayer against other people if you'd like. But Well, that's true. <laughs> but the only thing that I'm going to say about Destiny 2 is the PvE stuff, like the raids and the strikes. I find only fun if you're playing with friends. I can play Smite uh, by myself and still have fun. Then it's not a multiplayer game. <laughs> but it's still multiplayer. Yeah. <laughs> And for me, my my deciding factor is like, you know, obviously I love both Smite and Destiny 2, but when I think about, okay, which of these games am I going to be playing, you know, five years from now? And Smite, I've been playing since the beta back in college, and in, mm-hmm. I'm still having fun yeah. with it. It's just, it's a fun, like, competitive gameplay loop, kind of like League of Legends or Dota, except I prefer it over all of those other MOBAs. And I'm still probably going to be playing it years from now. Um, so I and Destiny Two maybe, but it would need a lot of content to keep me coming back. Where Smite's just the core, you know, it's just good on its own multiplayer. So I need go Nick to explain his vote. <laughs> what do you mean you need him to explain it? He he's, almost wins every time like, he plays. He's a savant at <laughs> Fall Guys. But he was like all in on Rocket League for a long time. That's Maybe true. he fell out of touch with it like you did with Destiny. Explain Brandon. yourself, sir. I mean, I've I played Rocket League forever, but I never played it with friends as you guys had set up the oh. the category to begin with. Mm. But I don't know. There's something that's just as maddening as fall guys can be it's quick and simple to play and it's usually pretty funny how many people can you play with together in rocket league uh is the max three or four technically uh, four i think yeah two teams of four each right but you could always you could always play yeah we could play each other we should totally do that or maybe three v three yeah maybe it's six it's been a long time since I played Rocket League, and that'd be hella fun. I yeah, haven't played I, Rocket League in a long time either. <laughs> we would and all the suck together. Is Rocket League because we're all going to go down <laughs> and play it? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, it is the moment that you've all been waiting for. It's been longer than I care to admit, <laughs> and now we are finally here. We have uh, eight. <laughs> I can't count past six. Uh, we have eight nominees for best PS4 game because none of the none of the other PS4 games that come out as of yesterday matter. <laughs> um, and our nominees are the launch title uh, winner. Uh, Infamous Second Son, 2014 winner, Destiny 1, 2015 winner, Drink, uh, 2016 winner, Persona 5, 2017, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, from 2018, we have Spider-Man, 2019, we have Fallen Order, 
And the best game of this current year was Ghost of Tsushima. It blows my mind, the games that are not on this list. <laughs> yeah. What do you think should be on this list? What do you God think should War. be on this list? God of War. God of War, God of War is a good honorable mention. Yeah. Like, I would like to see Uncharted on there somehow, but, like, I understand Same. why. Like, comparing mm-hmm. it to these... Yeah, it makes complete sense. Well, it's really funny that I've only played two of these games, or I guess three of these games. Um, I guess I've, pre- I've played, like, the intro of Horizon Zero Dawn, but I've, I played Spider-Man, I played Persona 5, I played Destiny. I guess... But, like, the, game, the games that I play, like, Smite's not on here, and uh, Destiny 2 is not on here. So, like, the games that I'm currently playing are not on this list. Yeah, I and I guess I never I just haven't played its Horizon, so I need to go do that apparently. And I never associate like, you know, those games we play a lot of as like best game ever, just because there's such a continual gameplay loop that I don't know. I just am thinking more of a story, and all these games have like really good stories. I mean, I feel like an adequate comparison is you wouldn't say that like a ham sandwich is the greatest food ever made, even if it's a reliable, like, go-to, or, like, a basic taco. You wouldn't be like, that's the greatest meal ever. But, yet, you might enjoy them very regularly, so... That's a good good analogy. I'm going to say that, for me, out of all... From this list... Best overall, best game for me is going to be a game that I'm going to want to play again. I know the story. I know what happens. I know the choices that I can make or don't. I I can make the same character or a different character. I can, you know, but it's the, the game that has enough variability or has enough, just is just fun enough that you know, I can play again. And out of this list, with the games that I've played, I personally believe that Persona 5 is going to be the game, is the game of the year for the best overall game because there's so much little things to do that I think that I'm still going to be finding out things to do three, four, five plays from now. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I, I didn't know you could do that. Oh, I didn't know you could do this. I mean, that's a compelling argument, even for me. So I'm just going to break this out right now and say, like, I'm voting Witcher 3, obviously. But <laughs> in the event that it comes down to a tie, I that's a really good argument, Brandon. And that might cause me to cast my vote in for Persona 5, just because, heck, I'm considering buying Persona 5 ro- Royal. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't say that that's true for pretty much any other game on this list. Like there's like even Witcher three, I probably wouldn't buy. Well, no, actually, if they had a new DLC for Witcher three, <laughs> but, but I can see that argument for persona five where like, literally I might pick it up again. There's still more for me to see. I'm going to go, I am going to go back and play it some more at some point, probably, so yeah, that's a pretty long standing. Oh, but Spider Man too is the same way. So we'll see where the cookies. Yeah, that's uh, a hard metric. 
that's a hard metric for me because just my personality in general once i beat a game it's really hard for me to go back to it unless it's new content like dlc yeah um so like for example i've already beat spider-man and i've taken it off my hard drive so i could clear space for something else but the (laughs) dlc was on a good discount or a good deal so i bought it but like i don't know when i'm gonna get to it um so that's kind of hard for me to judge by yeah but i from this list i still gotta go horizon like that was the one uh trailer in the ps5 reveal thing that one i wasn't expecting it and so it just in my excitement for it was just through the roof so i gotta throw i gotta go with horizon (laughs) well i'm i'm not going to break a tie (laughs) i'm gonna vote for spider-man because even outside of playing the game um like i still have to go back and do the dlc's and stuff but just swinging around new york and just derping around is fun on its own and also miles morales hype like <laughs> completely you i can't use that as a <laughs> it's, I, it's not a, it's it not, doesn't it's exist not a, it's not a full sequel it's a, it's a half step but yeah it, it gave it gave us miles morales or a, a video game version of miles morales and spider-verse gave us a movie version but yes no spider-man is my choice Nick, can you break a tie? Or are you gonna say uh, Ghost of Tsushima? No, I'm gonna go with Spider Man. Okay. I'm totally what on what board for? With that. Uh, just the Spider Man story itself was probably better than two thirds of the Marvel movies we had. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that game and, didn't need to have uh, as good of a story as it did. It's <laughs> everything about that game. Like from being able to see into the buildings and they looked like rendered apartments to, to just how it felt to run around the city. I just, it's above and beyond for what was an indie company at the time. I can dig it. All right. So let's all say it together. The overall best pick of twenty nine or twelve of the PlayStation Four. <laughs> I'm really glad you guys got through that. The PlayStation Twenty is that what we're <laughs> on these days? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 best game of the PS4 era indeed was the 2018 version of Spider Man. Spider Man. Yep, I'm content with that. Although it should still be Witcher 3. <laughs> <laughs> so be sure to hit us up on the socials. Uh, Jared? Twitter at SmallConPod. Facebook, Small Constellation Podcast. If you feel like emailing us hate mail because God of War wasn't on the list or <laughs> Anthem wasn't on the list, SmallConstellationPodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, yeah, send us that. We'll read it. Um, and if you get any dirt on where to get a PS5, also send that to smallconsolationpod at gmail.com. <laughs> or just send us the console if you've got one. Oh, yeah. There you go, yeah. Yeah, you want us to test it out and review Somebody, it? we will say good things. Send us five. Right, yeah, one, one would be cool, five would be great. 
We can make one work. We'll give it. Mm-hmm. I'll take it for rights. one weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think whoever's birthday is next should uh, get that. <laughs> Just gonna throw your. You mean Santa? Santa's birthday is next. <laughs> I didn't know Santa and I shared a birthday. That's great. <laughs> um all right guys thanks for joining um don't forget we have a youtube channel oh yeah <laughs> watch us <laughs> fail at destiny things um we haven't put that out yet because uh james who doesn't listen to our podcast hasn't uploaded his video yet but Damn uh it, yeah uh there's a destiny video coming soon so You'll, Don't look out for that, guys. You'll laugh till you pee. <laughs> but not on your cat. Full <laughs> <laughs> we'll circle, end it. 